So the Trudeau government is now in damage control mode, trying to explain the unexplainable, like why it hired an anti-racism consultant who had laid out a lot of his own hate, for Jews anyway, for everyone to see. It's a guy named Leith uh, Maroof. He's a senior consultant with a group called Community Media Advocacy Center, which got $133,800 from the Heritage Department. It's a grant. And he was going to build this anti-racism strategy for us, the Canadian broadcasters. He's going to teach me uh, how I can stamp out hate and racism in broadcasting. And yet when you do like kind of a basic search on social media... Doesn't think a lot for Jews. In one tweet that uh, was made public, quote, he said, you know all these loudmouth bags of human feces, also known as the Jewish white supremacists, when we liberate Palestine and they have to go back where they came from, they'll return to being low-voiced itches to their Christian secular white supremacist masters, end quote. And uh, the word is not itches, but it rhymes with it. Um, so that's the guy who apparently is going to lead the charge against anti-Semitism, which is the number one hate crime on the books today. And so the diversity minister, Ahmad Hussein, now he's calling for an investigation. The question I would have, doesn't anyone do a basic background check on who the hate teachers are. John Kay, you know him as editor for Quillette, also a columnist with the National Post, but he also has been tweeting and raising the alarm bells about this now for about two weeks. Good to have you, John. Hi, how are you? Well, you know, scratching my head like a lot of other people saying, uh, like, how did this guy get this position? So it's, it's, <laughs> it's such a weird story because uh, I'm sure your listeners are used to stories where a guy gets a lot of money and then you do some digging and you find out, like, he's done some stuff in the past that he's tried to cover. This isn't that kind of story. This guy has been, like, very overt, uh, going back almost, I'd say, 20 years uh, when he was still uh, at Concordia University in Montreal. I actually covered him a bit. Um, this is mm. in the two early 2000s. Um, he was, uh, he's from Syria. He's actually based in Beirut now. That's another crazy part of the story. For the last three years, he's, he's an anti-Israel activist based in Beirut. He describes himself yeah. as a Syrian and Palestinian. That alone is it's just this weird thing why he's getting government money to teach Canadian broadcasters anti-racism. Uh, he appears on on pro-Russian propaganda outlets attacking Israel. Uh, he appears on Iranian propaganda outlets. He is um, basically a Syrian propagandist. He attacks the Kurds. He called Erwin uh, Kotler, quote, the grand wizard of Zionism in this colony. Uh, he refers to Canada as a colony. Um, in one tweet, he said, he's got a picture of Kotler, and he says, notice that he looks like a dick without makeup as he spews his BS. Um, so like, and this guy is someone, he has been saying this kind of thing for years. Uh, he got actually drummed out of at least one other Canadian agency. I think it was the CRTC because he was so toxic. Uh, and then suddenly earlier this year, his name popped up in the news because his outfit, uh, I forget the acronym for it. Um, CMAC, I think it's called, uh, was given over $100,000 to teach anti-racism to people. And, and he convened, he's already done part of it, he convened a series of six workshops in major cities across Canada. I think he's done at least two or three. Uh, if you go to the Facebook page, he's already convened some of these workshops. And he's got like his hand-picked speakers who come and tell everyone how racist Canada is. It's a, it's a really strange story because all of this was in plain sight when this guy got the money. 
Yeah, and he's not talking now. Of course, uh, his lawyer is, though, and he kind of defends it, saying, quote, that you have to um, get the context, so you need the whole tweet. And he says, it's <laughs> yeah. a clear reference to Jewish white supremacists and Jews or Jewish people you know, in general, not Jews and Jewish, uh, but any animus towards the Jewish faith as a collective group, uh, he does not harbor any animus towards the faith as a, you know, he does. So the lawyer's trying to like spin or, or polish this turd, but the reality is, look, you can criticize Israel. That's not the point here. What you can't do is call them, you know, uh, what he is, which is, you know, bags of human feces and, and, and whatever. Uh, Elsie is saying, um, and again, we are, we are hearing this more and more. These people who get hired into positions where they're to teach all of us what we can and can't say, what hate is, what. Uh, but again, you look at their background, and they all seem to have their own agenda to push, and they're very selective with the hate that they go after. The Jew hate seems to be okay. So, um, yeah, he he styles himself um, as, as an anti-Israel activist. Which, I mean, but even that, like, by the way, you're perfectly right that you should be able to criticize Israel. It's just weird that this incredibly shrill anti-Israel activist, like he's free to spout anti-Israel advocacy. Why he should be an authority on anti-racism in the Canadian media is, 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 is super weird. Um, but it also, just putting aside him, it goes to this incredible amateurism that... So this Canadian anti-racism program, which has given tens of millions of dollars, this, uh, I think it came about about two years ago. It was that like this big rush of fervor following the George Floyd stuff. And Trudeau, kind of given his personality, no surprise, he just anteed up lots of taxpayer money saying, let's throw money at these groups that call themselves anti-racist. And if you go on the Department of Heritage website, uh, you can see all the recipients. Uh, some, I'm sure, are, are doing good work. There's a lot of indigenous groups there. That's fine. But I think it's just this amateur hour liberal slush fund where, I don't know, some, maybe someone in the department was pals with this guy from university days and they just said, here, take some money. And this was after he got drummed out of, uh, I think it was the CRTC where he was doing the same kind of uh, consultations. Uh, he's, he's been, and he's been pretty public with this stuff since the late 2010s. Uh, there's, I actually found a book in which he was quoted at length where he gave a speech he was very clear that he's an anti-Israel activist and he is using his critiques of Canadian media and diversity in Canadian media and all those, those catchphrases as basically as a means toward the end of attacking what he calls, quote, culturally dominant voices, end quote, when it comes to the Middle <laughs> in East. In other words, uh, the Jews own no the prizes. media. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no prizes for figuring out what he means by, quote, culturally yeah. dominant voices, end quote, in the Canadian media. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, but, but I mean, most people, most wouldn't pick up on that, John. I mean, you and I both know that. I mean, there there are very um, nuanced uh, comments that you hear made all the time, and and there's very um, there's a lot of protests in the streets of Toronto where you hear out and out hate of hate Jews, you know, eradicate Israel, calling for the death and destruction of of Israel. Well, you're calling for the death of Jews. None of that gets none of that gets uh, put on the radar of any of these you know anti hate groups. Um, and so a lot of people just kind of hear these things and don't really understand that there's much more than nuance going on here. Well, look, I, so I, I, you might know I'm kind of a free speech guy, and I actually, uh, maybe some of your listeners will disagree, I think these folks should be able, I mean, if they want to go into the well, street sure. of Toronto and stuff and, and, and spout this, this poisonous stuff, I, you know, it should be a free country, they should be allowed to do it. 
what what is bizarre is the media and political establishment when um, you know some crackpot has uh, a Confederate flag bumper sticker on his minivan, <laughs> it makes front page news. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the same day, and this actually happened earlier in 2021. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, 2022 is. Media were losing their minds over um, bumper stickers that they saw at the convoy in Ottawa. Uh, you had people in the streets of Toronto calling for the destruction of the state of Israel, and that was like page seventeen news. Um, yeah. Whereas you know the bumper sticker bumper sticker was 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 <laughs> leading the nightly broadcast. So yeah, I believe in free speech, but it is it's quite insane the way there's uh, this completely different standard. Uh, when it comes to the hysteria over um, right-wing speech, which, by the way, often is quite wacky. I, I don't agree with a lot yep. of it. Uh, but then some of this other stuff comes, and it's been a week. So I've been tweeting about this guy, Maru, for a week. Um, and now just, you know, now suddenly you've got a cabinet minister, you've got uh, Ahmed Hussein uh, saying, oh, he's, he's shocked by this. Um, he's going to have, um, the quote is, to look closely at the situation. Um, like, <laughs> it's... Well, it's, he's this Maruf guy's been saying this stuff for 20 years. Right. I've been tweeting it out for a week. I, I maybe this guy's been on vacation. Uh, the Canadian government. Well, he's in Syria. Yeah, he's in Syria. Now. Yeah. Well, been, nonetheless, maybe maybe Erwin Kotler, um, who called it beyond the pale, maybe he called the Trudeau government who appointed him to fight anti yeah. and said, uh, "Not the guy you want." So. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah. We'll see where. Well, it goes. I mean, I think they By the way, he's a voice they can't ignore. Well, they can't. But, well, you know, they can't. Uh, but they did ignore the anti-hate person that they hired uh, voice. So does he get the can- tri- contract canceled or are they just going to uh, chalk this up to a misunderstanding? Well, I'd be absolutely shocked if this guy weren't um, canned immediately. But the, right. <laughs> the embarrassing situation they face is that there are still all of these uh, sessions that are scheduled, I think, yeah. for Calgary. There's a two-day session in Ottawa, I think, I think Toronto. Um, like if you go to the, this guy's website uh, or this, I think it's called anti-hate media or whatever. It's, it's on my Twitter. Um, he, yeah, he's organized these conferences, uh, which several of which he's already spoken at. These are Canadian government sponsored anti-racism conferences for broadcasters like you. He was the, this guy, Maruf, was and remains, as we're having this conversation, the senior consultant on these anti-racism <laughs> Public town halls that will be taking place. There's at least three more that are taking place in major cities in Canada. This guy is running these anti-racism town halls paid for by our tax money. And now the Canadian government has the embarrassing job of not only canning this guy, but canceling these conferences for which, you know, they've they've paid the catering. They've rented the rooms. uh, All the big anti-racism banners are up. There's the whole list of speakers on the website. Uh, university professors, there's a CBC person who's scheduled to speak there, uh, you know, all at the behest of this absolutely hard-boiled anti-Semite who who's, yeah. has been completely public about his propaganda for years and years and years. Well, maybe you should go and cover it, or maybe the Anti-Hate Network will finally realize that. Uh, another guy. Canadian yeah, Anti-Hate well. Network, which is another recipient of Canadian heritage anti-racism money. I mean, the whole program needs to be audited. It's it's clearly this amateur hour liberal slush fund where I don't think, by the way, I don't think anti-Semites run the Canadian Heritage Department. I, I What I do think no, is I don't that you've got a bunch of, of, of amateur staffers who kind of are passing money over to people whose cause maybe who, you know, looks on a superficial level progressive to them. 
Yeah, but it's very. I'm up against the clock. I, I'm running out of time. I wish I could give you more time of it. But Jonathan, I do appreciate you joining us. But I'm going to get uh, wrapped over the knuckles if I don't go. But I appreciate it. We'll keep an eye on <laughs> it. See where me. this goes. No, thank you. Thank you. So we'll Bye. see where this goes. Uh, maybe we'll get comment out of it. But again, I mean, it was right there for the world to see, and nobody chose to look.